When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, welcome back to the Handmade Podcast. It has been a little while, but we're back. Episode 83. What's going on, guys? Nothing, nothing. 83, it should be about 87, right? Uh, you know, every now and then you miss okay. a week. Right. <laughs> Two or three. Two or three, it happens. Yeah. But um, what's going on? It's been a while. Paul, uh, Paul, you're looking, you're looking refreshed. You don't look as exhausted as you normally do yeah, on a Sunday. I'm, uh, I'm doing pretty good. Um, still busy though. I don't know. I'm tired right now, but <laughs> I've been moving. I've been I've been moving right. into a new place, a new a new shop or new, no new... new new apartment. Wow! Whoa! Big move. I, I He's out. You That's it. No I more escaped. no more Lysol. Are you contaminated yet? How long do you have at, to sit in the garage? I have about. You... I don't know. I got more cleaning products probably in this apartment right now than both of your houses combined, <laughs> and I haven't even really moved in yet. I don't have know. any cleaning products so in my house. I haven't really escaped. So, are you allowed back into the original house without going through the like decon like like oh, that you're gonna uh, get cleaned is, out the isolation extra, chamber? Now it's gonna yeah. be extra decontamination. Spend one yeah. night in the garage before you can come in the house. Yeah, there, there's yeah, a that's whole right. process of things that go on when I enter the house. Um, and she's panicked that she thinks like I'm gonna get sick now because like I, I'm not yeah, gonna do as good a job as her. Yeah. That's so, what happened to everybody. Everybody yeah. got sick because they didn't live at your house. That's right. Because yeah, my immune system but, is so weak. But didn't from some not people in your family exposed to any germs? But didn't a couple of you guys get COVID? No. No. Oh, oh no way, dude. No, no. We, it was somebody escaped. at somebody that your sister knew got it. That's what it was. Oh, I think so. I forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, something like that. But we've we've escaped so far. Yeah. I mean, if we me and Christina too, we haven't if, gotten it. If oh, I my it. family gets it, then no one they, can escape they, it. They off them. They yeah. off them. <laughs> oh, my God. They bring yeah. them up back. And yeah, I know down. a couple people who still haven't gotten it. I, I haven't gotten it. Yeah, it's crazy. My kids had it at my house, too, and we still didn't have it. Yeah. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. know that. We I just locked, we locked them in. I was going to say we locked them in the basement. No, mm. but that would be my shop. That, no, so you got to lock them out upstairs. of the basement. Yeah, I locked them upstairs with my wife. And, uh <laughs> That's the way that worked, but no, yeah, they just stayed in their room and we just starved them for two weeks and then uh, that was it. Yeah, they were fine. So. Yeah, I mean, sometimes that's the best way to kill an infection is just starve the host. Yeah, you yeah. Know? There's no I more mean, nutrients you... left for the for the virus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but well, that's good. 
how far is it uh like an apartment like in a building or is it a house yeah. or okay. it's it's um it's in a building um yeah. it's about <laughs> less than 10 minutes away from my old house of course of so course. you know same town can you take everything. the monkey there is the question no. do you take the monkey no i would have no. to go on some some uh pretty you have pretty to go main off your roads. driveway yeah, I'd have to go. I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I drive that thing around in circles in the driveway. That's what I do with there it. There you go. In the yard. Um, no, I can't. I can't take the monkey. But you know, it's parking's a little different here. Yeah. There's like a garage yeah. where you could pay for a spot, like under. Are the you garage in the new place then, right now? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice, nice. I'm just. Uh, That's why it sounds like an empty room. Yeah. It looks a little. It's like a little sterile. Very white. Yeah, no awards. Did. See, no yeah. one's ever seen no. what the room Paul normally yeah. sits in, yeah. but he normally sits in like this trophy room with my, all of his all sisters, sisters' accomplishments. Uh, yeah. All little My Little Pony awards around. Yeah. It. Yeah. There's a lot of blue ribbons in that room. Yeah. 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 A lot of participation trophies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, uh, she got a bunch of them. Well, that's nice. Well, what nice have you been? Be what have you been home. building, Paul? Uh, I don't even know. A lot, all Railings? Shit. Yeah, we just did a big railing job. Um, actually, down the street from my house at a, at a country club. I've seen that. That looked which, nice. The one with the wire? Yeah, yeah. It yeah. turned out good. They had a lot of, like, you know, 42-inch guardrail and then some yeah. handrails going down the steps. And then they wanted to do, because some of the members were worried about their kids, like, falling off this retaining wall that they just built that's based that's going to collapse because of the way they built it but mm. um they wanted to put in like a 30 inch high just no like top rail like just posts with yeah. cable running through yeah. almost like just a guard like a rail. wrestling so, match yeah because there's yeah. bushes in the way but if a kid fell through the bush then they would hit the yeah it's almost like a boxing ring yeah um yeah so that turned out really good um yeah you know and then we've been now working you... on the Oh, did that? you put all the wire up and all that stuff? Yeah. Do you do all that? Yeah. Now, how do you? T- I never did one of those. How do you tighten those? Just with a turnbuckle? No, or? I have this. We have like really, really good fittings and cable that we get. I think it's from like Germany or like yeah. Switzerland or like some some. It's like the best stuff you can buy. And there's yeah. this. It's really expensive tools. This little tiny hydraulic like press. Puller. Yeah, it it and it sque it crimps on the stainless steel fittings onto the cable, mm. so you have to do it like four times, yeah. and it crimps it from all sides, like six sides, yeah. and yeah. then um, you crimp a, one fitting on which has male threads, and then there's like a a female end that goes on the outside through the end of the railing, and you yeah. slide the male end through, and then you could tighten it. And there's an Allen um, key, yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, hex thing how many sections how many sections does it go because it looked pretty long the only reason i'm asking because yeah. at the pizza parlor when we would tighten cables up it um like people don't realize how tight something has to be for oh it to, be to get straight. it yeah 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 so it's it's just so much force and i was wondering like for that long 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 like is it so many sections you do and then you do another one or could it go the whole length and then it just tightens it up and um all the posts keep it up you kind of that was a little different we don't normally do anything like that because of the, mm-hmm. the they just wanted something behind the bushes like yeah 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 uh, to catch somebody if they fell <laughs> but normally i wouldn't space <laughs> posts that far normally they're yeah. like five six feet maybe and no yeah. more than that this is like 10 feet apart and yeah. they were low too 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, after a certain distance, it's just too far to stretch the cable out. Yeah. Um, and because there's only so much thread on the fittings, and yeah. it stretches a good amount when you start to tighten it, especially the, oh, yeah. the longer you go. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, it doesn't. You can get it perfectly straight. Yeah. If the posts aren't too far apart, um, you can yeah. get it really tight. It really depends on the posts you use. Like a lot of times, like those in that particular situation, the end posts for those long, long sections we made out of quarter inch thick tube, two by two by quarter inch. And the other ones were um, eighth inch, the middle ones, because they weren't holding anything up. They were just, you they know, just standing through, straight right? up. Past through. Yeah, exactly. But the end ones were under a lot of tension. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. the footings they put in, uh, that was a whole nightmare. But it's, it's a long story. Mm. We told them to put a certain size footing in, go 42 inches deep. Of course, they didn't do that. Um, they were oh, in the yeah. wrong spot. Not. You know, it was a whole big mess. But we ended up getting everything perfect on our end, so... Yeah. Um, it worked out good. It was hard to set those posts perfectly mm. plumb and in a straight line and at the right height. But I had those jigs that I made from that job in New York that I did all those stainless railings. And mm. it's like a square plate with a hole in it. And then another plate sticking straight up from that. And then you, you sleeve it over the top of the post and clamp it to the vertical plate. And then there's four bolts in the corners that I used to you know adjust and level it perfectly and adjust the height and mm-hmm. we just let them set in the non-shrink grout but it was mm-hmm. a lot of work but it, it turned out nice yeah nice 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 Good and work. you have to drill all the holes in all the verticals and everything like you guys yeah. do all that in the shop yeah yeah that fred fred drilled them all in like one day you have to you need like a big gantry cnc the they don't come yeah. all three drilled what oh, in the in the there. posts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, you got to make uh, we make the posts. You get tube, you cap the tops of them, or you put like the uh, rail yeah. on the top, the, the tube for the yeah. regular railing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. drill all the posts. Uh, I made a jig though, like I yeah. on the plasma yeah, table. Yeah, you'd have to. I um, was it the plasma or did I use something? No, on the iron worker. The I iron punched, worker. I made my own center punch out of a particular size stock, and then punched the corresponding size hole to it, and mm-hmm. then. It's sleeved right over the tubes with a stop on the end. And we just punched both sides with the center punch, took it out, drilled it. Um, mm-hmm. It's not that bad, you know. Yeah. It goes pretty fast with those big drill presses I have. Yeah, but a CNC <laughs> would be nice if, yeah. you had, uh, if you had one. Yeah. Yeah, or like a gang drill if you had like a um, – like the type you'd use for like putting in uh, – putting holes in the side of a cabinet when you're doing like the pinholes and stuff but uh, for metal it'd be like a whole different thing you know yeah. and plus your about, spacing is different but yeah how about izzy swan's drill jig did you see oh that? my god what it's is so that? cool he is nuts he, he made, made a, a thing, thing yeah to drill three holes and was it three holes at one time oh on a i thing. saw that i didn't realize that was him i yeah. was like spun all, and yeah oh yeah. my god yeah it oh, went wow. all over the brilliant. internet. Like it wow. went crazy brilliant. viral. I didn't know that was him. Yeah. Did you guys see did you guys see what happened to Izzy Swan two days ago? No. No. So Izzy is back in a wheelchair Ugh. because his back is messed up. He's oh, having issues shit. with his hardware. But that's not what happened to him. Being back in the wheelchair is like the least of his problems. So he's back. He has an electric wheelchair that he goes yeah. like, you know, gets around a shop in. He was working on his CNC and he has those big ass CNCs with those really yeah. big gantries and yeah. he pulled up to the CNC 
to check on the part and his battery of his wheelchair died and then the cnc went back to do a tool change (gasps) and threw him across the room as it shot back across the gantry broke his leg took a big chunk out of his thigh and he was laying on the floor bleeding and then his girlfriend maggie was in the shop and was able to help i guess get him up he's a big dude I, i can't imagine she was able to get him up but he was able to get himself up wrap himself up and go to the hospital. Yeah. How big he, of a CNC? Big. Uh, like, the gantry ten, on his is they're fucking like, big. Not, they're, like, the big, like, I don't want to say they're industrial, but they're not, they're, like, hobby industrial. Like, Yeah, huge. like a big, a big... It's uh, a 5 by 10 pellet penguin? No. Or, no. Python um, or something? Yeah, I don't remember. He's yeah, working with a brand Phantom? of CNC. Phantom, Phantom. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yep. they're this big. thing right here. Yeah, they're big. Really, Dude, a big machine. Yeah. And he yeah. and he posted a video on his story. I, we were messaging about it um, because he he. I, I happened to just catch his story, and he sh- like shot down towards his leg. And I thought, oh well, maybe this is why he's back in the wheelchair. But then he told the story about how like, and then he showed a video. His the 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 CNC gantry like pinched his wheelchair and like flung it across the room. Like these things don't stop. Um, wow. yeah, it was pretty bad. I mean, he's lucky he didn't get more hurt, you yeah. know? Um, That's nuts. and he said it's his first like really bad shop injury in his whole career other than like a, you know, a cut or a bruise or like, you know, getting nicked by the bandsaw or the table saw or something, you know? Mm. I remember um, Jimmy's one time he had, a, um, like an F style clamp like a pony, uh, mm. big, one of the big ones on his on his uh, table, and it bent it right over. Yep. Like it didn't hit, like nothing was wow. there. And I remember being like, oh, my God. Yeah, mine, that's one of the reasons why, honestly, like when me and Chris were talking, I was going to get a small one, a small CNC. And it's like when this big thing's going, it's friggin' dangerous. Like it's Dude, going back and forth. Like I've caught things like, you know, I've had my tripod up or chairs or lights and it just pushes everything right out of the way. Like it, it's, yeah. it's, it's, they're big and powerful, you know, and they don't slow down, you know? No. And, and he was saying, he's like, you know, like these things, they don't care that you're in the way, yeah. you know, like they don't care at all that you're in the way. And, and he was saying like, he's like between him and the wheelchair, you know, like that's a lot of mass to move. Oh yeah. You know, he was like, you know, it's probably three fifty to four hundred pounds of mass to move, and he said it moved it like it wasn't even there. Oh, Just yeah. pushed him I out of the way it. and knocked him on the so floor, it was like took a the, chunk out of his thigh. The edge of the gantry, like yeah. So he has an automatic where it runs on the track. So yeah, like the, the part that hangs over the, the side. Yeah, yeah. Oh. But his his machine was running back to do a tool change. Oh, it was over probably the going. Table. Is, aren't those yes. tool changers like to one end of the they're, table? They're, yeah, they're, they're all the way in the back. Yeah. So he's oh. probably like behind it, and they hang yeah. over the side so you yeah. have the full coverage on the table. Wow. So it was probably going as fast as the machine could go to get back to do the tool change, you know? Like, yeah, because, I mean, he adjusts his machines to go as fast as they can until the tool breaks. So, <laughs> That's right. You know, there's no, like, slow and medium with him. It's either yeah. fast, full That's on, crazy. and stop. Yeah, you know? he told me once when we were I, when I first got my CNC machine, I was, like, trying to figure out my speeds and feeds. He said, just keep making it faster by 10% until you bake, break a bit and then, then go. No, he said, keep making it faster by 20% until yeah. you break a bit 
and then reduce it by 10%. And that's what you should be running it at all the time. Wow. <laughs> I was like, I damn know. dude, that's efficient. And I was like, but I don't have enough bits to do that kind of yeah. stuff. So, yeah. but shout out to Izzy Swan. I'm glad he's okay. I said, this is like another, ver- this is like another sequel to the Terminator movie. Mm. You know, like yeah. Izzy versus Machine, but he's he's a big guy. I I would be surprised. He put up a fight. You know, he yeah. definitely. Uh, he's know. a good guy. I reached out to him yep. about a month ago, and I just I, I posted a simple question on his Instagram, and he replied back instantly. He's like, "Oh, call me, dude." We talked for over an hour, and he couldn't have been any nicer. Like offering me advice and tips, and you know, business advice and stuff, and. I was just like, wow, really, you know, not that, you know, yeah, you know, he, he, he gave me a lot of information. He really didn't have to, you know, and he's just really helpful. So he, he's a good guy. He, he, he knows a lot, you know? Yeah. So, well, hopefully he gets better. Yeah. Oh yeah. He'll be fine. I mean, he said like he has a small fracture in his leg and they actually didn't put him in a cast cause he's already in the wheelchair at the moment. So they <laughs> were like, you know, they basically stitched him up and said, you're good to go. Yeah. So I'm sure he'll, he'll persevere. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, if he can't, if he, the back problems he's had, if that hasn't slowed him down, yeah. I don't think anything will. Yeah. So, but yeah. what have you been up to, Derek? Ah, uh, wow. A little of this, a little of that. Um, a lot of just moving stuff around still. I uh, <laughs> had a couple signs I had to finish up. I did this one sign for this little girl. I posted about it a little bit, and I'm actually going to repost some more uh, stuff. She was on, locally, she was um, just on the news. Her name was Malia. She's, um, I think she's like 11 or 12 years old. She had cancer, and she beat it when she was a little girl, and unfortunately it came back and stronger, and uh, she's currently getting treatments in New York City. She lives just south of Boston. And um, she had won some cooking contest, you know. And um, they, um, the parents had done the kitchen over. They won some money. They did the kitchen over. So a friend of mine who will put in the show notes, Dan, Dan Reynolds, he has a daughter, Brooke, who has several palsy. And they share, like, her story. And I tell you, I follow her, and it's just amazing to watch this kid. She is so tiny. She goes to physical therapy. I think he told me once a week, and this kid's, like, tough as nails. Like, just the, the shit wow. this kid goes through every day to, to, to fight to live. It's just it's amazing. Always smiling, always happy. But he's been following me for a while, and he reached out to me, and he said, you know, I'd really like to give these people a sign um, for their kitchen, for their new kitchen. And um, do you think you would be willing to do something like that? And I says, I'd, I'd love to. I'll, I'll do it. You know, I, I want to do it as a gift for her, you know. So I said that, and then I got the sign, and I was like, oh, shit. I don't, I don't think I can do this, you know. It was um, yeah. more painted than sign. And I panicked a little till I remembered my friend Baldhead, Tom. He, um, we can share him, too. His wife, Colleen, is an amazing painter. And I said, you know what? They'll do it, you know. So I said, send me what you have, I'll do it. You know, the file, he didn't really have a file. He just went off a photo. But I tell you, Baldhead's wife, Colleen, killed it. She made this picture exactly like the drawing, and it was amazing. And I I did the easy part. And it was funny because I was able to reuse a sign I had screwed up before. And um, I'm painting it, and if you had seen it, it's all different colors, all the letters. So I'm painting the last color. It was a lime green color, and there was three letters that were lime green. So I painted one, I painted the second, 
and all the letters are painted. So I'm like, shit, what letter did I paint already that's lime green? So I'm counting them all, and they're all there, the right colors. I'm like, how is this possible? It was an S. When we had copied <laughs> the file, the the bitmap trace must have not have picked up the S to make it plural and or whatever it was. I'm not good at grammar. But it was the S at the end. So the whole sign's done, except there's no S on it. And the way we cut it, it was like molded into the sign. So I literally had to cut an S, sand the whole back off till I just had this S, and I glued it on. And when I painted it, it kind of covered up the seam, and you couldn't tell. So, like, it was a, like a save-the-day moment. But uh, it was funny. I had given it to Dan. I met him, and I we talked online. I had never met him before. We met, we talked for a little while. It was funny. He had my shirt on. I had my one of my shirts on. We took a photo. I shared that online. And uh, he had ended up giving me a nice gift card, very generous of him. And uh, he um, just gave it to the family. But the girl was in New York getting treatment. She just came home, and he posted a picture about that. And I'm actually going to share it today on my stories. But um, it just, you know, it makes you very grateful. You know, these people... You know, with these sick kids and stuff like that. You know, oh, I've yeah. been very fortunate to have four children who are all young adults now that are all healthy, knock on wood. And, uh, you know, it's just tough. It's just tough. So it was just a nice thing to do. And it was just nice, um, you know, my friend Tom to, to, you know, him and his wife to help out. And it's just funny because, you know, Tom started, you know, he got a CNC. I don't know if you guys follow Bald Head, but he got a CNC. I think I do. Yeah, I think you do too. Uh, yeah, I think you guys have met him before up at um, up at the Blackthorn, but he, um, I think he got a CNC because of me, and you know he does stuff that I'm like, man, I it's so good. You know, he's just so talented artistically. He's a little bit older than me, and um, you know we're like very similar, you know, stages of our lives and careers and stuff, and we you know bitch about you know oh, this is great, but wish we could do more of it, you know. But he is so, mm. like, artistic. You know, I feel like I can do, like, more utility-type stuff, but he just has that knack for, like, painting and stuff. And he's doing this process now with um, 3D models. It's just amazing. I don't want to share it because he's just kind of, you know, trying some stuff out. And maybe I'll share it in the after show. That's just really, really cool. I think people, when they see it, are going to be kind of blown away by it. But, uh, but it's just nice people, and it's just nice to do something for somebody. So... That's kind of what I've been up to, and um, also still messing with that Waze. You know, I um, just really haven't had time to play with it too much. So I finally got everything changed on it, got it up and running, but haven't really made anything with it yet. I got it to cut and work, and it's great. So I was happy, and I tell you, that company couldn't have been any better for customer service. I know it's a real small company. Company they can give you really you know, good service like that. But uh, they would answer the email instantly, you know, and then finally everything was done and they're like, okay, any other issues, you know? And, uh, you know, then they sent the follow-up email the following week. And it's probably all just automated, but a live person answers it, like as soon as you send it back, which is really nice. And like I said, they sent every major component over to replace and upgrade the machine so it was really good so it was nice to get that thing up and running so we'll see how that yeah i was goes. gonna say i mean there's a lot of other small companies that we know that definitely are not as accommodating oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah exactly but uh and so, they're probably not good. that much bigger than the Wazer company yeah so yeah. 
They yeah. have no excuse. But anyway, yeah. they shall not be named. They don't get the promo. Yeah. Nope. No. Whether it be so. good or bad. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's uh, I've been I've been seeing it. I, it's so funny. I was laughing while you were telling the sign story, just because I feel like every time <laughs> there's always one uh, thing. Like yeah. there's always yeah. one thing that goes wrong well, on a sign. The funny part with this thing is so. Tom and Colleen, they did, you know, I sent them what I had and he kind of worked it out and then they mailed it to me and uh, actually a guy dropped it off. A friend of his dropped it off and that's what, you know, and that guy, he's kind of a little bit in this community follows it. And it's just funny how, you know, the people in this community are so willing to help each other, which is great, you know, because he doesn't live too close to me and this guy was able to get it to me and everything. And, um, you know, him and his son, they were like fans of the show and everything like that. So it was nice to meet them. But um, when I was doing it, it was like, wow, I can't believe this thing came together and it all worked. You know, it, it's unreal. And then, boom, there's no S on it, you know. <laughs> and uh, it, we were laughing because I remember there was like a, a like a furniture commercial or something like they were like, leave the last S off for savings. You know, yes. it was like and it was like, you know, uh you know that they were laughing about that, but it just um it just was like you know as long as you know I used to work for this guy, and we used to joke around our motto was like we fix what we fuck up, you know, and as long as you can fix your fuck ups like it's okay, you know you can have them so we uh we were able to fix it, so nice, it was a win that's good, yeah, that's all that matters. You? what have you been up to? I don't know, honestly. I really don't know. I bought a dirt bike yesterday. Oh, Paul great. saw that. Yeah, is that, um, is that what now was we could, on the Bridgeport? Now we could go race. What'd you say, Derek? <laughs> is that what was on the Bridgeport? Yeah. Well, it's so funny. So He's Macklin, storing it there. He, he, he bought a Bridgeport so he could put a dirt bike on it. That's right. So Macklin, <laughs> a couple of years ago, Macklin got two 80cc like Honda kind of enduro style bikes. Oh, yeah. One of them had a light kit on it so you could actually like yeah. register it and ride it. Yeah. And the other one did. They were the same bike. Mm-hmm. But yeah. one of them had a light yeah. kit and one of them didn't. I remember they used to sell them like that. Yeah. And um, he's had them for a while. He never really did anything with them. And then recently he just got the one with the light kit running. And he, like, rides it around town and shit comes by to the shop on it. So I was like, dude, where's the other one? And I had been trying to buy the other one from him. But he, uh, but he like, was like, oh, I'm going to keep it or I'm going to sell it, whatever. So then this kid he was working with got him to kind of, like, get it out of storage. And then the kid started working on it. And then he gave up on it. And I was like, dude, I was like, I can't believe you gave it away. Like, I've been asking you for it since the beginning of time. So finally that kid gave up and it kind of wound up being, I guess it's mine. I don't know. But um, I, he, the whole point was he wants to go up to the property upstate and make a track around the property. Because you know how it's like a big rectangle? Mm-hmm. So he mm-hmm. wants to cut in like a little racetrack around my property. And uh, every weekend, he's like, what are you doing this weekend? You want to go upstate? I want to start on the track. I'm like, all right. So so uh, yesterday was uh, what my town calls garage sale day, where there's literally there was 110 garage sales yesterday in my town, which is only wow. one square mile. And um, it's every single house. It's it. It's not every house, but it's close. It's like every third house. Wow. Um, and, um, you know, so, mostly like old shit. But um mm. At the end of the day, I hadn't bought I hadn't bought anything, and there's like nothing really like there's nothing really any eh, good. 
Um, but I hadn't bought anything. And then at the very end of the day, we went by this house and as we were walking by, he had a, he had a YZ 250 dirt bike in the front of the garage sale. And then like a bunch of bicycles. And then I saw this little, it's called, it's called a, a PM, I think, or a PF 80, uh, Yamaha. And I saw it and I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, Was look at this. RM? Is it an RM 80? No, I, th- I, don't, I think it's a is RM80. Because the RM is it is it is it two stroke? It's two stroke automatic. It's, it's oh, hmm. it's not an RM then I don't think because the RM80. No, it's a, not an RM80. Yeah, RM80 is strictly off road. PW80. Okay. So it's a Honda. It's a Yamaha PW80. This is like a little pit bike for like a kid, right? It's a pit bike. It's yeah. like yeah. the size of a BMX bike, and I see yeah, it, yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, dude, does this thing run? And, and I, and, and I'm like, I'm looking at him and in behind all the other stuff that he's selling, there's stuff he's not selling. And he's got a big dirt bike, like a 500. He's like, oh, yeah, dude, I, he goes, I bought it to, to teach my kids how to ride, but my wife won't let me. So I'm like, I'm like, okay. And he's like, yeah, it runs. I go, how much you want for it? He's like 450. I'm like, would you take 400? He's like, yup. And that was it. <laughs> Angela had walked away from the garage sale. We were with her friends and I was handing him the money. So I texted to Macklin when I first saw it. I'm like, yo, I think we need this. And then before he could even answer, I go, never mind, I bought it. And so he came by this morning and we played around with it. So now Mac's all excited because um, the whole point was that uh, we were going to keep one or two bikes up at the house so that you don't have to like try to bring one every time you go. Mm-hmm. Um, and now that I bought this little one, and they're all 80s, so I mean, it doesn't really matter how big it is. If it's 80 cc's, it's, you know, it's only going to go so fast. Um, but the automatic is interesting. So it's so it, it has a shifter, but no clutch. Oh, that's what mine has. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you yeah. don't pull in a clutch. You just let yeah, off the gas. Yeah. It's speed. a little rough, though. Like, you really feel it shift. It's yeah. not, yeah, like, yeah. very smooth. Yeah. It's a three-speed. Um, basically keep speed. it in second gear three. the entire time. Three. Exactly. Dude, honestly, this thing, you keep it in first, and you're ripping. Yeah. Um, yeah. It wants the wheelie in first. So I looked it up online. There's a million different modifications you can do to it. And uh, – I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I, I literally, it's so funny. I sold my second, I had, I had three motorcycles. I sold one of them last week, last Saturday. And I sold the Harley two days later. And the kid picked up the Harley today. And I'm like trying to get rid of this shit. And then I buy a dirt bike yep. <laughs> yesterday. Yeah. But it's different. And Angela was like, where are you going to keep it? I'm like, it's literally going upstate. upstate. The next time I go, it's it's go, it's going in the car, you know. Let me know when you go up there because I'm coming up with. Uh... Hell yeah, dude, we're doing it. Yeah. Um, it. What's funny though is that the bike is so small that I can literally. Yesterday uh, we were and this morning we were working on it. And I can literally pick it up and mm-hmm. put it on the table, and I'm like, oh, this is like this is great. This is what this is the kind is of it? fun shit. What is it? It's a it's a Yamaha PW80. Hmm. Yeah, Yamaha PW80. So. Th- that those are fun though. Like I was just oh, riding yeah. riding the one we have around today. Like, yeah, it's so fun driving it through the yard, you know, jumping over things. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Like I yeah. was ripping around like in front of the uh, in front of the shop like this morning, like Sunday morning, like eight thirty. Yeah. I'm like yeah. like back and forth because because I don't know something's going on with the car where like the, so it has an air mixture screw mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. supposed to be backed out one and a half it? turns. I don't know. I think it's a like 2000. Oh, okay. So I think it's a 2000 because I see it's, it's hard to tell um, on the, on the sticker. There's no, there's no stickers on it, but there's like the VIN sticker on the front and the mm-hmm. last number, the like ID number, it says dash zero zero, which makes me think that it's 
probably a you know a, a two thousand. But um, so uh, it's funny though the idle mixture screw I have to turn all the way in in order to not have it bogged down um, hmm. in second gear. So I got to go through it. I mean, like I said, the guy I bought it from like was a dirt bike rider, so it's not like I I, I don't think there's anything you know any issue with it. But one of the things that um is a little funny is that and Paul maybe yours has this it has a it has a two stroke oil injector um oh, so mine's you don't two stroke though okay so so this yeah. is two stroke and you actually instead of mixing the oil with the fuel there's an oil uh an oil tank and then it's supposed oh, really? to inject the oil but I was reading online that like the injector port is very small mm, and if yeah. you get a clog yeah they clog um, the you'll you'll burn you'll blow the thing up so yeah yeah um got people make like plugs and you just mix your own oil. So, I, like, um, yeah. everybody – I got, like, five messages already today of guys being like, don't trust it. Just yeah, they just remove the oil injector, yeah. you know. That seems like a recipe for disaster. Yeah, That's everybody – That's used like, to be. That's yeah. how really? used to be. Yeah. Interesting. Why? Why not just On the side. It? That's how they made them. That's funny. That's how they made them. You used to take a blue oil and you'd put it in and mm-hmm. either under the seat or on the side compartment, huh. depending on the bike. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm gonna just I'm gonna just do that and like uh, um, you would have to do that and just mix too, my own. It was like no light, like low oil. Yeah, no, there's nothing. You know, and dude, honestly, saw like bar oil. Yeah, for yeah. yeah exactly. I rode it. I rode it around today, and I don't think any of that oil got into the gas. because there was oil it uses, in it. It uses like such a tiny, tiny. That's amount true. Of, it like, is fifty yeah. to one. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, so, I gotta so. like get that little like it's like thirty bucks. You can buy like a plug with uh with an O ring and shit on it yeah. that's like made for it. Yeah. So it's like all right, I'll just you that's know, I'll fun buy the, to rip buy around thing, on. So. Anything bigger than oh, like yeah, one twenty five, you're gonna kill yourself. Dude, I want to take it to Jimmy's and yeah. ride like in the back well, section where bike, he had there's the. There's a bike up at Jimmy's. I is there? It is. I don't know if it was Jimmy's and like somebody. What went, the? I the think big somebody one? went. I think somebody went to buy it off of Jimmy. And it's yeah. outside his container. Yeah, and, the Enduro. Uh, yeah, and it's just like sitting there like straight up and down. I don't know if it's stuck in the mud or something like that. That's <laughs> well, it's, it's like, funny. Graz is like, oh, a, a motorcycle grew in his yard. Dude, <laughs> the last like, time I was there, everywhere. that's so funny. The last time I was there, I because I, I knew Jimmy had that Enduro. And Macklin yeah. like wants like a – now that he rides this little 80 around, he like wants an Enduro. So the last yeah. time I was up there – the container was open, so I poked my head in, and I was like, "Oh shit, the enduro's gone." So I asked Jimmy. He goes, "Oh, he goes, I he goes, I, I, I like gave it to a guy up here. He goes, it broke down. It's on the side of the road, like somewhere on Route 145." I'm like, <laughs> yeah. "Of course it is. Of yeah. course it is." Yeah. So because um, I'm sure Jimmy uh, took yeah. such good care of it when he was when it was his, you know. Yeah, of course. I thought that was so funny though. So I guess it yeah, made it a- back. There's you know. a there's a dead mouse inside the the air intake. That's why it broke oh, down. Yeah, let's talk about back. the let's talk about all the dead animals oh, that God. I saw on Instagram the other day. Yeah. What's the deal with that? I was he's, so confused. He's so, he's so nasty. Like yeah, was, it's just I, we didn't have video of me falling over a chair trying to get away as soon as they touch those because I'm like if he comes near me with those, <laughs> I will just scream like a little girl. I rather see like oh. a grizzly bear like come at me than like a dead mouse. It just dude, I found one of those. So I found one of those mummified disgusting. corpses when I was working on my uh, when I was working in the shop. There was in my in my shop when you first walk in the wood shop. For some reason, the the previous guy had built a drop ceiling only right there, like a ten by ten drop ceiling, 
and I ripped it out and when I never I didn't find a single dead animal in this space until I ripped that ceiling down and I found a rat or it must have been a squirrel that was just fully like mummified I definitely have a photo of it on my phone 25 years 25 years I've been in this house and I've seen a mouse like once like 20 years ago and I've never seen a mouse or anything but I tell you I can't believe I'm saying this on fucking podcast. If I found a dead mouse, I would make my wife get it. I don't think I could <laughs> touch it. Even with like tongs You'd move or something. Out. I, I would I always tell people like if I had like mice or roaches in my house, if my house ever burns to the ground, oh my god, dude. Oh what is that? that's disgusting, Chris. Dude, save that for Jimmy. That is gross. Ew, Jimmy would that Look at the size Jimmy of it too. Jimmy would Jimmy probably would put love that on that. shelf. You need to post that. Oh, that's gross. <laughs> I'll post it on, on the that's on a, the That's a rare hairless rat or whatever. Jimmy would put but that in his collection. I would be so disgusted. Like, I think even with tongs, I couldn't touch it. I remember when I first started <laughs> hanging out with Jimmy. I think I picked it up with my bare shop. Oh, that's oh God. I would never do that. So we dead. were in this machine shop. That's Island, the problem. They're, they're gross. We were in Jimmy's machine <laughs> shop, and it was a hot summer night, and it smelled like death in there so Ugh. bad, right? And all of a sudden, he's like, Oh, man, what is that? Underneath his toolbox, there was a dead rat in there. That thing was Ugh. bloated like a balloon. That's I was disgusting. gagging. I was running in the dock. I'm like, I'm going to get impaled on something, tail. right? Oh, my God. I, he did. He pulled it up by its tail and hung it, yeah. right? But we were, so we were at his shop, and we're doing the videos, and I'm like, I'm just, like, disgusted. So he's got, like, that... Whatever it is, a beaver or something. I don't even know what the hell that thing is. A badger or whatever. A goat woodchuck. A, a woodchuck. That was dead under his porch when he tore Ugh. the porch down, right? He's... Wait, he kept it? I remember when he pulled that. He pulled the Dude, thing out of there like, in a, a year they're ago. they're in a Tupperware. Oh, you know. That's... He, he's, oh, Jesus. He saves it. That's... I was I was half I joking. He keeps it next to his scab collection. It's, it's so disgusting. Ugh. But the kicker is... We go out to eat that night, and we get, like, burritos, and he's eating it with his hands. Like oh, those never got washed. I was like, he's like, that's the least of my worries is, like, the uh, dead animal on dude, my hands. that man is going to live forever. There's no oh, question. it's so disgusting. So disgusting. It's going to be, like, it's patient like, zero for some new pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, dude, oh unbelievable. They should so test his. They got to test his like cells after the after uh, when yeah. he finally does. Uh, you know what? He'll 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 eat like a McDonald's hamburger and it'll poison him. But he'll, and that'll be yeah. the thing that takes him out. Oh, That's God. so funny. It's just oh, so God. gross. Just little dead animals are just so disgusting. I don't well, know I why. told you. I don't know. Think like, we talked about this on the podcast? Did we talk about Stewie killing the mouse in my house? Oh, no. Boy. Good. So for him. this was Did a couple a weeks treat? ago. I woke up in the middle of the night. I heard like, like this Commotion. little squeaking noise, and I was like, "What oh, the fuck?" Boy. And I, oh. my eyes popped open, and I was like, "There's a fucking mouse in here." So I get up and I get dressed because I'm like, I'm not gonna go like battle the mouse in my like pajamas, you know. So I get up, pajamas. I go into my office, and the I see Stewie. Jacket. Stewie is like sitting, looking straight down, and I oh, had this yeah. wire basket, and there's a. T- it was like a. It was a field mouse. It looked like a cotton ball. Yeah, it was yeah. so. It was like an inch yeah. big, and Stewie is just staring at it, and he can see it through this like mesh basket that was on the floor, and 
he swats at it, he misses, and it runs, like, underneath, like, I have a filing cabinet and, like, some other shit. So it, like, runs so that he can't get to it. So I, I pull him out of the bedroom, out of my office, I close the office door, and I put a towel underneath the door to, like, keep the mouse inside. Mm. And then I run downstairs, I grab, like, a mouse trap out of the basement, because I, I've, like, every now and then we'll get a mouse in the basement, and I bring it up, I put it in the office, and I go back to bed. I'm like, at least I know it's in the office, there's a mouse trap in there, chances are in the morning, you know, it'll be gone. And I had the towel stuffed under the door. So the next morning I wake up, and the towel is moved a little bit. I thought I had, like, blocked it well enough that the Stewie The mouse's big brother came by. Right. And it. So Stewie must have moved the towel, and the mouse got out. And then we went out for the day came home and we have a bunch of picture frames on like the tv stand in the living room and stewie never knocks shit over and all the picture frames are all like knocked over shit's all fucked up i'm like what the hell i go in the kitchen the mouse is just shredded right in front of the sink and he is so proud of himself yeah and and i thought angela i thought angela was gonna freak out because it's like a dead shredded mouse and she yeah. was so proud of him yeah that's a uh, gift man and i was like you know he's never i mean he's never done anything like that before so she's like he's got to get wet food tonight i'm like he already ate a live meal you know yeah. but they don't really eat them they just shred yeah, them and like just, leave yeah, them. Play with them so um but i was like wow i mean i guess i said to angela i so said i guess proud. we they know if we ever so get another fast. mouse you know exactly so but it, you know what it's so funny proud. like I was like, oh, actually, this is great because now if there ever is another mouse in the house, yeah. I don't know, you're going to have to think about it. Like, yeah, he's yeah. going to get the thing, you know? Yeah. Christina's so, mother's cat would, like, catch rabbits and stuff. Oh, my them, God. And, and, they yeah. br- and bring them home. Yeah. Dude, they torture yeah. the animals. I like, know. Like, rabbit? I, I, I watched God. two cats Squirrels, torture yeah. a, a chipmunk yeah. once when I lived in Vermont. Like, literally yeah. just torture yeah. this yeah, chipmunk to the they, point where they, my... It's, yeah, yeah, that's they do. Yeah, they do. Cats are mean. Dude, my ex-girlfriend was like on the verge of tears. She went and tried to rescue the chipmunk from the cats, and she picked it up. Rip her right up, dude. She picked up the chipmunk. She walked it off into the woods and dropped it off, thinking like, "All right, it'll either die out here or it'll like, dude." And then like ten minutes later, the fucking cat comes out of the woods with the chipmunk in its mouth, sits down, looks her the finger while she just rips while he just rips it. Gives her the finger. And I was like, I'm like, you realize that this cat is doing this now even worse. Like it's torturing this thing even worse now because you tried to like show it mercy. We, it was we brutal. Were, we were talking about like dead animals and all that stuff and animals getting attacked. And uh, I said to Jimmy and Graz was there, we were talking. I was like, dude, I was like, you have a um, here? I says, outside my house, I had a fisher cat. And he goes, why are you calling it that? I go, what do you mean? He goes, like, what is it? I go, a fisher cat. He never heard of a fisher cat. Yeah, I, I go, hadn't heard of one until I saw one. That really? sounds I was like, what the hell is that? What the hell is that? I mean, they're sports teams. They, they're crazy animals. They it's like play, a mongoose? Yeah, no. Oh, like wait. That. No, well, I, I not think really. I it doesn't, it doesn't look like a, like, a, like a bobcat or anything like that. It looks Was more it like, like a cross a, between like a fox and a weasel or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. kind of. Like yeah, that type yeah, of... Uh... Yeah, yeah, just like a, a nasty animal. But it sounds like a baby screaming when they, when they like... Oh, I know what something. you're talking about. That's all you usually hear. But we had one outside my house. Like four in the morning, it sounded like somebody being attacked. It was oh, it was God. scary. Yeah, Ugh. yeah, it was crazy. But. Yeah, well, animals and and you know, dirt when bikes. I was younger, 
some animals like didn't really gross me out. Like I had like a snake. Did I ever tell a story about the snake that escaped oh, like multiple times? Oh we, Jesus Christ! We cut holes in the wall to get the snake out of the wall, like in the sheetrock. And it's just oh. all sorts of... I can't of, believe your mother let you have a snake. I can't even believe it either. It was it only allowed to be kept in the basement. But, like, I would touch <laughs> it, and then, like, it used to bite me. That's I'm such like, a thing. fun pet. But, like, they are the worst pet. Like, I they don't do horrible. anything. They yeah. sit yeah. most of the time underneath the little wooden log that you get for them. Yeah. They don't yeah. do anything. They don't move around. Matt, you Max just got to feed them those stupid mice. Cricket, yeah. Or, it's just or, it's yeah. A, such a dumb pet. I don't even know why. I, I would never get one. We had lizards and stuff. I'm like, I, I had those fire-bellied now. toads. Remember those yeah. things you yeah. get? Like yeah. when they were green with the red yeah. belly. Yeah. We had hermit crabs. My thing is like, yeah. Yeah. no pets that you can't bring to a vet when they're sick because mm-hmm. – and when yeah. you have like hamsters and gerbils and they die, oh, like it takes suck. them day, but it takes them days to die. Yeah. yeah, you're gonna listen to your kids cry, and it's like, you know yeah. what I did? I'm such a bad father, and I'm not. <laughs> and I'm proud. I'm proud of this. It? No, no. Was it the pet store? Was it the fish store? Oh, I you did a little switcheroo. Yeah, no, no. So there was a girl there. She was moving back to China. This Asian girl, and she says, "I have three hamsters." Oh, they all separate with their own cages. Do you want them? So my kids are little. I said, yeah, I'll take them. That'd be nice. They were like these cubes. They were beautiful. You could tell she spent a ton of money on them, right? It was like a habit trail thing, right? So um, the first one dies. You know what I do? Uh. I take the trash bag. It goes over the whole thing. I'm not <laughs> touching that dead thing. Boom, wrap, tie, out the door. The yeah. next one about two weeks later. See you later. Right over yeah. the whole thing. Trap and all. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> they, they drop they like flies. Just, yeah, it's horrible. They're just laying there twitching for two days. See you later. Get rid of the things, you know. But um, it just it was funny. The kids, they were like, you know, screaming. But I threw the whole thing out, everything, you know. But it is. Jesus you Christ. Got, what are you living in, an airport? What you move yeah, to, what, an airport? What just that, turned this on? Stupid, this is, this is actually something I need, I need help with. There's this AC unit in this in this stupid apartment. Already I got like a problems. mini split. It's yeah, it's like you know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. 
I don't, I don't even know. It's like up in the ceiling. Each apartment has its own unit, and hmm. the thing is so loud. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna rip huh. it out of the ceiling. I gotta see if this is like defective or they're all like this. I can't imagine they're all like this because it's just insane. But if yeah. they are like this, I need to come up with some kind of baffle or some kind of noise insulation because I'm gonna lose my mind already. Yeah. Uh, I can't, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm not even sleeping here yet. I'm already. I got yeah. problems. That's but, so yeah. funny. That's a pain. Yeah, I gotta figure this out because this is this ain't gonna happen. Already, mm-hmm. I mean, I already. Chris, remember I asked you for the bump key. Mm-hmm. You know the wa- the hot water was you know barely hot. So I mm. cracked open the 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 closet that they keep locked in each unit for the. Um, Tankless water heater. I cranked that thing up already. It's like yeah, I'm go. drilling. I snaked wires for the TV through the wall. You know, I'm putting putting electrical boxes in. <laughs> oh they don't even know what's what, what's happening. You're hysterical. You know, they don't know who they uh, let live. You should here. start start a YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah. You know how to how to how to deceive your landlord into you know yeah. do what you need to do. My buddy, one of his apartments, know what a guy did? He paid for the hot water, but not yeah. for the heat. The guy plumbed his hot water into his baseboard. Into heat, the baseboard. Into the apartment. Very slick. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So Very they have, yeah, just the guys like, why is the water pump? bill two thousand yeah. dollars? Yeah. I yeah. like that. Very yeah. slick. I, I like know. that. Wow. That's that's pretty. That's people pretty ingenious. Are, people are smart. People yeah. are smart. Yeah. Oh God. Well, I, I I haven't been doing much else other than that. I talked about my dirt bike, but I think. Yeah. Oh, I well. No, wait. I think that's kind of it. Oh, well, I, I guess we haven't done... We haven't talked since I went, we, I went up... I went upstate to the Blackthorn for the hammer-in, which was very yeah, fun. Yeah, That, that was, was cool. There. And I got my fly press, which yeah, is... I saw that. I mean, dude, Chris. it is so big, it's Paul. It's insane. It's insane. It's insane. It's just sitting outside now, too, because I haven't, like... I, I actually, you you would be impressed. I did a I did a lot of reorganizing the last mm-hmm. couple of I days saw your new and cleaning. Racks. I built. You see them in the I background. <laughs> I had all uh, plans to make like nice steel, it's like made of steel steel racks, mm-hmm. and I just like got okay, to the point. Get nail gun out. Well, you know what it was. I got to the point where I had all this steel from a recent order on the floor in the machine shop, and I was like, I just need this shit out of here. And I was like, it will take me an hour to just make another set of wood ones and mm. bolt them in. But if I make the steel ones the way that I wanted to make them, they were going to like go all the way to the ground. Like it's yeah. like a whole day yeah, to yeah, make yeah. the steel ones. Like it's literally probably like five to six hours of work to like cut, measure, make the new ones, put them up, have Macklin come, help me move all the steel. So I was yeah. like, fuck it. I just need to get enough off the ground. Um, that I can function for the next, like, however long. Because I don't have – I have so much material on this rack that, like, I think, like, the, most of the projects – it's kind of stupid. I, I order extra for my own projects and just to have sometimes. Mm-hmm. But when I need steel for a project, with the cost of steel to where it is, where it is now, I'm not ordering, like, the extra that I used to order. Mm-hmm. So it's like I don't need a lot of storage for individual jobs because – if I need five sticks of two by two, I'm going to use probably four and a half. And then the other half a stick, I can just cut down and, you know, it doesn't need to go up on the wall. So I don't know. It's, it's crazy how expensive um, metal has gotten. But anyway, I, I made a new steel rack. What else did I do? I made a new steel rack. Right now I'm working on some floating shelves. 
Um, I got my hydraulic press. I got a press brake kit on the way, which I'm pretty excited about. I got the, uh, the, the swag off-road um, finger brake kit. Mm-hmm. So I'll have like a little 30-inch finger brake, a 40-ton mm. uh, hydraulic you know, finger brake. Nice. Which I think will be awesome to have. I mean, forty tons is like, yeah, pretty good. You can do a lot with, uh, you can do a lot with a forty ton press brake. And I feel like for the stuff I do, I mean, even, Paul, even for you, like I know you guys need like a real pre- a real big press brake. But even if you just like had one in the interim to like bend, you know, yeah, a little plate, like brackets and stuff. Yeah, apparently this thing will bend. I'm looking it up right now. Um, what is it? So it'll bend up to an eighth. Uh, it'll bend an eighth at 30 inches, like mm. easily. But there's videos online of guys bending like three eighths, um, wow. like no problem with it. And it's like inches, I, I don't need lot. it very often, but every now and then I have to just bend up a, a plate, you know? Yeah, yeah. So it's like I don't know. That's really the reason it's that funny. I got the. I was uh, watching. The video of Merrobraid put one out that they were mm-hmm. um, them bending some stuff, some components yeah. for their machines. I want to go to their shop so bad. I mean, yeah, where are they? they They're in Southern California. California. Yeah, nice. yeah. They're at the Blade Show right now, and I yeah. was supposed to be in Atlanta this weekend. I'm actually going next weekend, and I'm bummed out because they were going to give me a ticket to go. Nice. And, uh, under their name, and um, it would have been a lot of fun to go. But um, next year. Yeah, but we'll I, go. unfortunately, I had to go to Atlanta the following weekend. But I tell you, they're such nice guys. We got to have them on this podcast. But they yeah. just sent me a, a grinder, and I set it up. And I had already had one, but this was the new style. It is so nice, the new yeah. one. It's so I thought it was like the same. It just looked a little different. It's so nice. It's so compact. Like it, it just like. I don't know. It's just. It's What's that really little just... one? Did you get that small one that they? No, made? Oh, I wish I got I like that, that one. That I thing's want one of real those. nice. That's what I, yeah. I was hoping they sent me. Yeah, that's I don't the know. They, yeah, one. yeah, they sell right out when as soon as they do them. Wow. So I'm assuming, you know, they had to fill all those orders. But I would have loved one of those because it would have been perfect size for the shop and you know whatever. But uh, yeah, it's a two by two. I, I want one. Yeah. It's for a, basically a soapstone sharpener. For like the structural side of the shop, because you know how many times yeah. I sharpen, you know, the soapstone. Yeah. Like, dude, on yeah. go and buy right a one by thirty from Harbor Freight for oh, forty no. bucks. Forget that, I've had. And one just of those. use a one by thirty to sharpen soapstone. No, it's it's it's. I need like You'll a, use a two inch things. wide belt because the way I do it, <laughs> I have. Oh sh- my god, I'm losing my headphones over here. I have. Plus, you'll two. use it have, for other things, you know. I have two two by seventy twos already, so I'm thinking about. I have a, a Mara Braid, which oh, yeah. I like, which is a variable speed one, and then I have the the um the KMG Beaumont, yeah, the yeah, KMG. Yeah. I have yeah. one of those. I might just take that one and put it over there. Um, yeah. literally just to sharpen soapstone, and even like sharpen like center punches, like because that's what you use for structural mm-hmm. for punching, laying out holes, and yeah, you know, mm-hmm. marking things. Um. Hey, you'll never be upset to have more grinders. No, I know. I have I my two all the time. grinders I use it set up all the time. Yeah. If all you were a time. knife maker, you could have like easily you could, you have, could five. have five with yeah. all different yeah. things on them, yeah. and you still would, probably would want to have another one because between yeah. the different grits, Scotch yeah. Bright wheels, platens, like you could yeah. you could have ten if you yep. if yeah. you really wanted to. Yep, yeah. it's like they're they're useful, especially for now. I don't use them as much anymore because I mm-hmm. it's all angle grinders and. 
yeah, you know, yeah. stuff like that. All my everything I make is too big to hold. So yeah, but they're good for when you need them. They're good yeah. to have. Yeah, I like got. I, um, I just used it the, the stupid little birdhouse. I'm like making yeah. the, the the roof thing, and I like um, you know. I don't know what you call it when you solder it. Like I soldered the roof shut and it was like yeah. overhanging, just smoothed it out. I was like, beautiful. You know, it just, I love having one. I mean, it's, it's obviously, you know, a huge luxury if you're not making knives with it, but it's just so nice to have. Well, it's so know. funny. I had yeah. earlier today, my friend, Jason Liebman, uh, the guitar, remember he was at my wedding. He was the guitar player. He's oh, yeah. uh, like a, a full-time professional guitar player, and, and lately he's been really into repairing guitars. So a lot of his like students and other musicians have been coming to him to repair guitars. And what he was saying was that you know one of the, I don't know like not I guess one of the problems, but one of the it, one of the things about like bringing. I said to him, why would someone have you fix their guitar versus just bring it to a guitar shop? And he was saying that a lot of the guitar shops like they just fix guitars all day, but they don't play guitars. Like, yeah, they play it, like, for a minute, and then they give it back to you. But he's – that's all he does is play guitar. So he has a different ear for it. But anyway, he had to make a, a fretboard today, mm. and um, he made it out of rosewood. It came out beautiful, and he doesn't, he doesn't have any tools. Like, he has, like, a jigsaw and, like, a hand sander at his, in his basement at his house. So when he comes he here – well, he did it here. He did it here. Oh, oh, oh. So, but he used the 2x72 – because he's like, oh, do you have a spindle sander to like, he wanted to kind of put in these like fillets on the end. I'm like, dude, you don't want a spindle sander. I'm like, you want to use like the, the wheel on the two by 72. And when he was done, he was like, dude, he's like, this thing is amazing. Like this guy, like will never, he'll never make a knife or anything, but he, just as a guitar repair guy, mm. he's like, I need one of these. How much are these? Oh, and yeah. then I told him I, how I, much. I he's like, all right, maybe I'll work my way up to it. Yeah. You know, and I could easily really, see that because that's yeah. what I, I was going to say. I wish there was a better way to contain sawdust on them. Yeah. Because for like fine woodworking, like for joints, just like fine tuning them. I, I just think you, so many different like attachments you can mm-hmm. make. But uh, speaking of that guy, I was over at uh, Paul Jasper's house at, uh, for Memorial Day and uh, Copper Pig Fine Woodworking. Mm-hmm. If you follow him. And he does a lot of, um, what do you call it, like, um, with the burning thing, like, you know, the art. like Pyrography? You, uh, yeah, pyrography. He's doing, he wood burns. Yeah, he's doing a violin. And this guy that makes these mm. violins, I think his name's Jacoby, his last name. Um, I'm trying to find him. Christopher Jacoby, I believe it is. But he's a luthier, but he's doing one of his mm. violins around the edge of it. It's unbelievable. You pick up this violin. It's like, it was like almost done. And it was so light. I don't know yeah. what it was. It was so beautiful. It was like, you know that, like, that um, thing they call, like, fill the void where, like, you're on the side of a mountain, like, you want to jump off it. It was one of those things, like, you hold this violin. I wanted to just smash it. Like, it just, like. Or just, like, just, like squeeze yeah, it really hard it. Yeah. just have it yeah. collapse. It just, yeah, it just, but it was so beautiful. And I, I tell you, Paul, I mentioned Paul before on this. He showed us this box he made that it had, like, this whimsical cottage on the front he uh, burnt in. And he made these mm. clouds that are copper-leafed. Unbelievable. They looked like the clouds from Starry Night by Van Gogh. Just so beautiful. Just this crazy, crazy ju- whimsical jewelry box. It's just like amazing. We might have to put him in the show notes again. Cause, uh, yeah, it just he does really nice stuff. Oh, yeah. It's just crazy, the stuff he does. The wood he has at his house, he has this tiny garage. 
and he has so much beautiful wood in that thing. It's just uh it's just unbelievable. Did you get any rosewood from uh, Rojas, Derek? No, I was going to steal some of yours, but I didn't. Steal some of Jimmy's. I think he has like three boxes of it. He got a lot. That's the thing he did. That's oh, wow. The, that's that's, that's the beautiful. Copper, that's the copper class. You guys will have to imagine it. Yeah. Everyone that's, you know. See the house. Listening. It's like up on a mm. hill. It's crazy. Wow. Wow, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, he's so talented. Who did the original artwork? Did he draw it, or did somebody give I him, like... I think that is a famous, like, picture of that house. And then, yeah, he copied it, I believe. But uh, Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, Angela does a lot of, like, little wood-burning projects, and she's getting better and better at it. But, you know, like, one of the hard things is, like, you don't, you don't freehand the wood-burning, right? You You do it based on... You do it based on a drawing, but like it's sometimes it's hard. It's hard for her to make the drawing. So like mm-hmm. usually what we've been doing is like when she wants to do a wood burning, like you don't have to Photoshop the wood burning, right? You just need to have like the base image and then yeah. like the text. So I'll she'll give me she'll find the images and then like sometimes she does it on like a, this app on her phone where she just puts the images together and then. The only thing she can't figure out how to do is print it at the right size, but then she'll print it and then take it from there and either trace off of it or like just use it as a reference image. But you still have to like draw the whole thing in like pencil first. Like it's, you know, um, but, uh, you know, so the pro, so that's actually what she started using. The problem with the carbon paper is that it's, if you don't go exactly on the line, you can't get the carbon marks off the Mm -hmm. way you can just like erase pencil, you know? So you know what she should do, like the sign makers do, get a pounce pad with chalk. Oh, that's a and good you idea. Can get one of those little wheels. It's mm-hmm. got looks like the spurs. It's got little holes, and you do that mm-hmm. with the holes, and then you do the uh. pounce pad. You know what I've been watching on Instagram? I tell you, it's crazy. I can't find one right now. It's people that do the artwork with those fine, fine pens. They're like mm. ink pens. It's like fine lines. There was a woman that was doing maps. She would take like a city map, like like you tell her, like oh, I'm from Seacliff, and she'd you know take your area, and she draws it out, and then she like does like all little patterns for like the little different areas. It's unbelievable. They're so minute. It, huh. I can't find her thing. I I don't know how I found it, but it's um it was unbelievable to see. It's such fine, like um, artwork. It was just yeah. amazing to see. Um, yeah, there's so many. I mean, there's so many talented people in that world out there. Maps by Sophie. Huh. It is. It's like these fine, fine drawings. Wow. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, they're, all her posts, I think, are like reels that she does. And um, it's just unbelievable. You know, hmm. Like this one. But it's... uh. Like if you zoom, you could probably zoom. zoom in forever on that and find more detail. That's cool. Yeah, it's like just Whoa. weird. Oh my weird god! Little, it's all like little circles, and it's just it's so crazy. It's um, it just it's it's uh, pretty cool. No, anybody's getting paid enough to do that kind of shit. I know. That's what I'm. I was thinking. I'm like, how much could she be charging for these things? I mean, the, the pencils like so little, and it just uh. Yeah. It's so tedious. Yeah. So. Not enough. No question. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah. way. 
That's the problem. It's like at a certain point, your skill level outpaces what you could ever get paid unless you become like a notable, like fine artist, you know, it's like, you know, believe me, it's funny when I, that, so, um, the reel I did of, uh, the address sign there for total boat, I posted that like nine months ago. It got 160,000 views. It was like the biggest reel I had ever done. I bet I had a hundred people reach out to me asking to make that sign. Mm. I right now it's at like 2.6 million views. I've only had three people reach out to me and huh. ask me quantity yeah. over qual- like, quality over quantity. I was like, wow, that that's weird. But um, it's funny. But like going back to what you were just saying, I tell the people, I was like, honestly, if you want like just a sign, like the lady's like, oh, I just found you. You know, I love this post. Blah blah blah. I was like, go to Etsy. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like I was like, you don't want something. Seriously, it's like. I- I mean, I mean, how much could that sign cost to make? You know, eighty bucks or something yeah. on Etsy. I'm not doing it for eighty bucks. I mean, I'm not too good for it, but I'm just saying it's like, it just you know, it's HD. Not worth your time. It's, yeah, no, it's no. not. It's in the material. I mean, that stuff's five hundred bucks a sheet. I'm gonna start cutting little little signs. I mean, out of scraps or whatever. But it just, I'm all set, you know. But you know. Yeah, dude, it becomes like it just becomes too much. I had um, somebody reach out to me recently for one of those um, hedge walls, you know, those like rolling hedge things. Oh, yeah. yeah, And she's like, I really need like three by the end of end of June. I was like, there's no way I couldn't even make one of those. I don't have the time, like the bandwidth to make something like that. And I was like, and honestly, uh, she's like, I can't find I think she wrote in her email. I can't find anybody to make them for an affordable price. Oh, yeah. And Goodbye. it's like, what do you think I'm going to make them for? Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and, you know, like when I made those the first time, I actually I got to look because I had a price. I had a uh, uh, I had a I had an email that I had written because I was getting so many inquiries of people wanting one that I wrote an email in like Microsoft Word that I would send to everyone that would email me. Mm-hmm. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Thanks for your interest in the head. As shown in the video, the hedges are $1,450 each. So $1,450 each. I wrote that I wrote that email. Let me see. When did I write that? Three years ago. I'm try- I want to see when I originally. September 25th, 2019. I originally wrote that email, right? I can't imagine what I would have to charge to make mm. one of those right yeah. now. Oh, yeah. I can't you know? imagine what it would cost for the materials to make one yeah. right now. Like you fake know? boxwood. Yeah. At that time, fake, bo- fake boxwood was super expensive. I can't yeah. imagine what it costs yeah. now, you know? So, like, to do all that again and then buy the plywood, and then that had beadboard around the front. It was all yeah. painted. It was trimmed out. It had casters. Yeah. I probably would spend... 500 600 bucks on just material to build yeah. one of those before building it painting Never mind it your, ga- your diesel going to pick everything up yeah and then a lot of these people want them delivered too and yeah. it's like yeah you know, and i'll charge for delivery you know the thing is like if i got an order for like 10 of them sure i, I would make it's 10 of them totally yeah. but you, you know to do two or, two or three yeah. yeah one one guy was talking about how he wanted 40 he was he bought a drive-in movie theater in florida and he wanted them to go in between the different um, – where he'd had the different movies playing. He wanted them, like, in mm. between the lanes. Mm. And I was like, yeah. dude, if you, if you, you know, want that many, I'll build them and literally fill a freaking U-Haul with them 
and drive down there with my friends and it'll be worth yeah. it, you know? Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, just like anybody else, I, why would you hire some guy in New York to make them for you? Anybody, any person. And if you're yeah, listening to this, watch the video. Ever, it is so, it is the easiest thing that anyone could make. It is like, you could have Home Depot cut the plywood for you. You don't even need a, a, a table saw or a circular saw. It's, it's two full sheets of plywood and then two strips on the side. Like it's so easy to make. But these people are like, I can't find anybody in my area to make them for me. I'm like, you're lying. You just haven't been looking. There's no question. Hmm. So anyway, but what have you guys been watching? Anything good? I actually found a good one on TikTok. You know, I'm a, big, I'm a big TikToker. Well, I know. Yeah. Um, Paul Pinto TikTok. This guy called Stone Chopper. On he's TikTok? Like a, yeah. He's like a mason. He's like, oh. but, but he is not like out side like building stone walls he's doing like crazy like this is like a window sill it's upside down right now but he's like wow. hand carving stones nice. it's insane that's cool what's his thing stone chopper one stone word? chopper yeah i gotta find him i and love that and stuff. he's that's carving so cool. it out which i don't even know what kind of stone it is because it's so uniform and yeah, like probably soapstone is that what that is because yeah. it's softer that you soft. can grind it. Yeah. Like yeah, 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 yeah. And but it's very resilient I outside. Want, yeah, I always want to do that. Get a piece of like alabaster. Like, like look at or this. alabaster. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. Making yeah. like fluted columns stacked yep. on top of each other. I mean, it's amazing what he so can do. Cool. This is so uh, this cool. is a good uh, a good page. I mean, it's it's nuts. Like carving. How'd letters. you find him? He doesn't have a uh, he doesn't have a lot of uh, followers. Just on my for you page. Interesting. Yeah. I had somebody recently, I, I met somebody um, and they're like, we were talking about YouTube and, and he's like, do you do TikTok? I'm like, yeah, I guess. He's like, you got it. Apparently that's the thing. You got to do TikTok. I'm like, uh. but TikTok doesn't return anything. Like, he's like, I don't know. Everybody's saying like, you got to be he's like, if you're not making TikTok, you're like missing out. I'm like, I, I, I mean, it's like, but I, I post I a video on TikTok. I to talk to Chad from Minecraft and he claims making money off of TikTok. I'm like, how? But how much? I've heard, I've heard from a a friend of mine who does, uh, uh, social media management that as soon as you start making money on TikTok, they start reducing your number of views to pay you less. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. All this shit is shady. All these social media things. Yeah, I mean, even just what's going on with Facebook, we were just talking about yeah. it. I mean, we have a friend who does a lot of a lot of stuff on Facebook who was just telling telling you Derek and telling me that the new way that they pay on Facebook will reduce, you know, if yeah. you were making if you were making $100 yeah. you're making $10 now, yeah. you know. Well, that's what they do to get everybody all excited or they must like try to figure out, "Oh, we'll pay them this much." And then they're like, "Oh, they make them way too much money." Yeah. You know, and then let's yeah. let's turn it down yeah, a little bit. They're definitely not saying to each other at their board meetings, "Hey guys, let's try and make the most honest, yeah. fair yeah. way to yeah. to pay our creators." It's yeah. like, "Let's figure out how to suck every last penny out of everybody and mm-hmm. and, and just yeah. give them no other option to like go anywhere else." I mean, it's look like, at what's going on on YouTube. I mean, comparatively yeah. to what people made, you know, five, six years ago, like nothing, you know, it's, it's like crazy. There's, there, there's pretty much three, um, as far as like social media goes, there's like three players. It's like two main ones. It's like Google with YouTube mm-hmm. and everything. And then like Facebook, Instagram, and then yeah. kind of now TikTok. 
Yeah. It's like, where yeah. else are you going to go? Like, you don't really, you don't make anything from Twitter and like, you don't yeah. do anything with Snapchat. It's like, yeah. it's with those three, you know, and they yeah, all about, just kind of copy. Clubhouse. Oh, well, that's dead. That's, that's, that's so dead. That was the dumbest shit ever. Is that still a thing? Yeah. Well, no, no now you can do that on Facebook. So you yeah. can do like an audio room on Facebook now um so you can start right like a room like a chat room basically i don't know i'm gonna see if lucas is on clubhouse oh my every day there was i actually enjoyed it when it first I, started i, 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 did, too. I did too i did too For it was three fun weeks. i think lucas and those guys do they do like a live on instagram now every thursday they do like an instagram live they're like yeah. podcast in the shop yeah, no, i really liked it Dude, yeah. I'm going to tell you a crazy Lucas story. This is how crazy the world is. So I'm driving out. Paul, you'll like this story. I'm I'm driving out to Jimmy's, and I pull over to rest area, and I um, go and use the facilities. I come out, and my little, like, little dream car is sitting here. Like, I'm like, this mm. I saw that. And I'm like, oh, my God. So there's, like, this cool old guy just standing there right next to it. He looks super friendly, and he's looking at my truck. I can tell he's just checking it out, and he's kind of staring at me as I'm walking out to him. I'm like, hey, beautiful car. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I just got it, ba-ba-ba. So we start talking. His wife comes out. She goes in the car, and I says, oh, I don't mean to hold you here. I says, do you mind if I take a quick video of it? He goes, buddy, I'll stay here all day talking to you about it. He goes, I love talking cars. And he points to the back of it. He's got a Ferrari uh, sticker on it. And I can see in the back, he's got Ferrari luggage. So he says, oh, you got a Ferrari? He goes, oh, I got a couple of them I collect. Bah, bah, bah. Yeah, nice. So we're talking. <laughs> Super nice guy. Guy couldn't have been any nicer, right? So he asked me about my license plate, and I tell him. So, of course, I got to tell him about the show. I give him a sticker. He gives me his card, and it's got his name and his uh, phone number, his email on it. It's got a Ferrari logo on it. You know you're it Ferrari. Really likes Ferrari. When, that, when that's your card, when your card's a Ferrari logo, like you're, you're the guy, you know? So I get my car, and I leave, and I say to myself instantly, like, I wish I showed him a picture of, like, a couple of the car signs I made. Oh, yeah. So I was like, maybe I could contact this guy or whatever. Like email him or something. Dude, I get a text from Lucas. Lucas texts the guy. Lucas knows the guy. He's friends with them. So yeah. random. That's so crazy. When Lucas was a kid, he, he was into photography or whatever. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It's the guy he used to buy the cameras from. He owned a camera store in Arlington. Wow. This guy, right? That's so funny. He's a customer at the store still. So Lucas talks to the guy, and the guy was like, oh, yeah, I talked to him. He's a good guy, whatever. So I don't think the guy listens to the podcast. If he does, block your ears. But I'm going to make him something and send it to him as a gift and just say, hey, thank you, hoping that obviously it turns into something else. Of course. But uh, – but listen, Derek, funny. listen but to me very carefully. Mercedes or Ferrari listen, now? Listen to me very I don't, carefully. I don't know. I don't know. I'm don't play listen both. to me very what? carefully. What? I, I want this to be go down. I want this what? to be recorded what? multiple yeah. times. Don't make him the Ferrari sign for free. Make him the Mercedes sign first, and he will have no – there will oh, be yeah, no yeah, self-control yeah. to stop him from getting a beautiful – or make him a Ferrari sign that's like this big. No, it's funny because I started with the Ferrari one and I, I did the Mercedes one. So I'm going to do the Mercedes one. That's it's just, my boy. I think it's just easier. And of I course think it'll it be, is. It'll be nice to do a 3D carve of it. Just give him a taste. Just give him yeah. a taste. Show yeah. him a little titty. Yeah. Yeah. Just that's yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> but it just talk about a small world, though. That's huh? funny. 
Isn't that scary? Imagine. I thought you were going to be like, it ended up being the guy who owns the hardware store. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. But isn't that funny, though? Can you imagine? You know, it's just like, like, you just never know who's who at the zoo, you know? But uh, it's just funny. But what a nice guy he was. I'm glad because I want to, like, like I was in a rush and and he was in no no rush at all. But he was just one of those guys. Yeah. Was just like just a very nice older gentleman, and just like he enjoyed the car. And of course, it's funny. Your buddy Will's got to break my ball, so I I post on the th- the story. It's got a sixty three on the back. Guy goes, oh yeah, it's six hundred thirty horsepower. So I say that my story. Yes. So Will's got to correct me. Oh, that's not correct. It's this. I go listen. The guy owns Ferraris. It's his car. That's what he tells me. Like I assume he knew what he was talking about. Like I don't know, you know, but um. The, the funny part of the story that's embarrassing is my sister sends me a message and says, oh, I didn't realize that was like your dream car. She sends me a picture of one in her garage. She goes, maybe you could take mine out for a drive if you come for a visit uh, sometime. Oh, damn. My sister has one. Wow. So, yeah. But she lives in Wisconsin, in my defense. So. I, I love I that think car. You should go to Wisconsin oh, so and nice, take it. So nice, I like so the nice. coupe version of that car, though. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. my. That's what I would get. Yeah. But that's a, that's a cool car. That's a fast car. Yeah. Oh, dude. He said it's fast. I don't believe that it's faster, but he said it's faster and handles better than any of his Ferraris. Unless his Ferraris are from 1980. Yeah. I don't know. He had a couple, he had, he had, yeah, well, he had a couple old ones. Yeah. He had an old one. But, you know, he's probably just, you know, so in love with it. You know, just. Yeah, yeah. You know. No, that's like, a great car, said, though. He just said it's the most amazing car he's ever driven. He said it's just unreal. That's that's funny, yeah. I, I did we, I think what I was. What is it I, called? What's the name of it? It's so an AMG. Like, just a AMG. G, like, GLE. 63s 63s yeah yeah the yeah, 63s are, the 63s i think are um the v8s i remember the yeah. 65s would yeah. only come in certain cars those were the v12s but i remember they were yeah. they were actually slower like you could get a g-wagon yeah. in a 63 yeah, cause, cause or you could get a g-wagon that... in a 65 i don't know if you can anymore but the 65s are always v12s and then like yeah. the 43 was a v6 yeah like um yeah I don't know. Those my my father loves Mercedes. He, he yeah. they're his favorite cars. I like I like yeah. Porsches. Sprinter. I think he's like that, that from that generation. Like I said before, like when I was a kid, if you had a Mercedes or a Cadillac, like you you had money. Yeah. You know, like nowadays people just buy them. You know, but when you nowadays Mercedes, Mercedes makes yeah. like an A class. Yeah, it's like yeah. what do we do? It's like you yeah. can, you can pick yeah. between a Mercedes and like a, a Toyota. Yeah, it's weird. They yeah. make like tiny little. Well, you cars. should have seen mm-hmm. yeah, like probably like twenty years ago. They came out with a couple models that were like they were trying to like compete with like uh, I don't know what the hell they were trying to compete. But they were like a couple guys in work bought them. They were like these little shitty sedans. I forget yeah. what model it was. They were horrible. I was like, oh, how embarrassing. <laughs> like it's like that. That you mean at that point, it's like you know what? Just yeah. go to Europe, get an Accord. You're better off. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just don't embarrass yourself. You know, it's like you see I, a guy driving I, around in a Boxster. It's like, what I, are we doing here? I, when I was in high school, <laughs> yeah. I, I I worked at a uh, auto parts place for the summer. It was at a, a Chevy dealership, and this guy came in. And he got it was like when they changed. It was like must have been like in the eighties, and they changed to the newest style Corvettes, like in the early eighties. And uh, the guy wanted a tire from you know Chevy, and so like whatever was on it. So he comes into the dealership to buy it. 
and he says, what's the price on the tire before you order it? And the kid said to him, if you have to ask for the price of the tire, you shouldn't have bought the car, right? And he went to the owner, and they fired the kid. How stupid. <laughs> saying that. He was a high school it's, kid, you Yeah, know? I know, but, but the, what, what like, an idiot, though. But like, just, yeah. Also, you know, it's, a, it's still a Chevy. Yeah, it's not yeah, a, it's yeah not a, I know, uh, I know. I know, but you know? yeah, but back then people didn't drive McLarens. Well, like, no, people, I know, yeah. yeah, it's just that if was like, <laughs> yeah, you it's shouldn't have bought it. Yeah, it's like, yeah, he's probably just making like, sure he's like, not getting screwed by some like dumb six, kid, sixteen-year-old kid, yeah. you know? Yeah, be like, get over here, you little prick. But <laughs> I don't so. know. What are you watching, Chris? Uh, oh, you know what I really enjoyed? Alex Steele is. Uh, back in Montana and posted a video where they're making a S-wing style integral handle hammer out mm-hmm. of all the all the hammer eye plugs from their oh company's hammers. That he's got this guy I forget the guy's name working in Montana making their hammers. Wow! He did a video with that guy because I think he made what did he make five hundred hammers in a month or something like that. Wow! I gotta look this guy that he's got as I guess their head blacksmith he made 500 hammers in two months this guy he and he shows alec his process and it's two heats to make a rounding hammer between the kiss blocks and the big and the big chambersburg or whatever liam hoffman but hammers yeah exactly so they they he took all the plugs and made uh uh they did with nickel so it'll be a damascus canister damascus integral S-wing style hammer and uh it was just so cool they made a huge block of steel like this big and he isolates it and it's like I don't know I just I'm just so like interested in that and then uh the way you got to watch it Paul you'll get a kick out of it like you you used your hydraulic press these guys do it all with the power hammer the sh- the amount of mass that that big chamber's bird oh my god moves is unbelievable dude they isolate like the head of the hammer and they start drawing out the tang and you can just see how quickly every heat is moving like you know like no human being could swing a hammer and make this material even budge you know like it would take so much force and this thing is just like you know like just wild banging through it so really cool uh really cool video forging a hammer from hammer plug damascus i was like what the fuck is that but, uh, you know, anyway, I it'll be cool when it's done. making an axe like that with Jimmy. We were talking about making, like, an S-wing, like, forging, like, an S-wing-style axe or mm-hmm. something um, with the leather. Because he always does those leather, like, stack The stack handles. leather handles. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess I got to watch this video now. He's making the hammer. That's pretty cool, though. Uh, yeah, I'm it's gonna cool. I'm going to recommend this video, and I guarantee you it's going to get millions of views. And it just came out two hours ago. It's got 230,000 views. Is stuff yep. made here. Yep. Oh, boy. I made a 100-mile-per-hour flying basketball hoop. What? Thousand, thousand bucks if you can miss. Yeah, it's <laughs> a hoop that it's on, it, like, it's on cables, it's, and it, it moves around, around the room. Yeah, and catches the ball. What the hell? Yeah. That kid is just, I mean, I have, I just seen the thumbnail, but I'm just going to tell you from his previous videos is that kid is just so smart and so amazing. Yeah. Dude, I can't followers. believe he has four I remember million subscribers the first time, in one year. The first 3.78. I remember the first time you recommended him, Chris. Yeah. And he had like 200,000. Yep. And it's just so And then crazy. just right up. 
his videos are just oh my so God. like just everything. What the hell is just this so thing? well done. It's just unreal. That's crazy. Yeah. This guy's like a genius. This is like Yeah. Like I wonder what he charges for an ad. Oh god. This guy should be making like space shuttles or something. He he worked he, he one of the videos he talks about it. He used to work for that company that made the three D printers, um um the Blowforge, ones, no? No, no, the Not, ones no. That, no, the ones that um they come out of the resin. Yeah, the emulsion the expense, ones. The expensive ones there. Oh my god. The they got the orange. This is thing. wild. I can't think of the name, but anyway. Hope Tormox paying him well because he put an ad oh for god. his Tormox CNC in here. But he's unbelievable. Oh, Mark Forged. There is such a vast range of intelligence among human beings because this guy is just so like yeah. incredible yeah like yeah good for him man I, he's so good this is this is insane i like, i love when people still do these like i mean I, I like you know i don't like tiktok but i like you know looking at reels and stuff like that but there's not many real good quality long videos on youtube anymore like of legitimate like you don't get the you know the bullshit with people screaming and making silly faces yeah. and noises and acting goofy to get people's attention. Like the kid like is socially awkward and he like just makes like amazing you know thirty minute videos that people will watch from the minute it starts to the you know the second it starts to the it ends the whole thing right through you know because he just does good stuff you know it's just a, it's just so such good quality i mean i wish i could do something like that it just uh it's amazing to see you know dude he has almost three thousand patrons wow with a five dollar minimum tier wow what's the math on that at fifteen thousand fifteen thousand a, oh, wow. a month at least considering yeah. that most if people everybody does the minimum if everybody does five yeah and he has yeah. five 12 45 and 100 so figure wow. between i mean right there if he can pull in 10 if he can pull in fifteen thousand a month yeah on patreon and then figure with three and a half million well, that's sub, like three, that guy uh you know. click spring you know he was getting it one time i forget how much a month from his patrons he ended up shutting it off he was getting so much dough he has 5500 like, patrons click spring yeah Wait, is, is tim dylan the top Patreon earner on the entire platform. Is he? I think the flagrant, wow, 40,000 patrons, Tim Dillon. At $5, he makes 215000 no, no, yeah, yeah, no, a no, month. No, it's, a to- it's insane. He has the number on there, 215000 a month. Wow. Wow. Isn't that nuts? Dude, flagrant 2, Andrew Schultz's other podcast, they make $101,000 a month. Wow. And it's funny because He got a was- new studio, right? Yeah, but at one point they talked about the Flagrant 2 podcast. They were like, why'd you guys start Flagrant 2? And they they go, because you know the guy Akash, the Indian guy that does it with them? Because Akash was going to lose his apartment, so we figured we needed a way to make money. So now the kids probably – I mean, figure if they split it four ways minus expenses, it's still $15,000, $20,000 a month, you know, because it's four guys that produce it plus whoever edits it. You know what I mean? Like even if you take the rent out, if the rent is fifteen thousand a month, well, that's just the Patreon that they're making. That's just right? the Patreon, and yeah, the they're, videos they're get ad, millions of views their on ad YouTube. Reads are getting you know stupid mm-hmm. numbers, probably. Wow. You know. Yeah, 
So yeah, I think I I think ad probably, read, they could be making three hundred thousand a month from from between Patreon and ad reads. You know, I I have heard from a couple of people that we know that their YouTube ad revenue is down, and mm-hmm. mine is down too. But I think that there is a there's going to be a shift soon in the economy around like small creators and how much they get paid because think about like what we're seeing with like Netflix and Disney Plus and all these subscription services tightening up right people are tightening up people are spending less money right but if they want to still watch stuff that's you know i mean youtube is still like I guess it's not truly free because you have to buy internet, right? You have to have internet. But at this point, everybody has, like most people have access to internet. So YouTube and these other platforms where they're truly free, I think that advertising money will shift more towards that as viewership goes down on places like, you know, Disney Plus and Hulu and Paramount, where it's like, you know, how many of these things can you have when they all get to be $15 a month? You know, mm. like how many can a family afford to have before they yeah. just go get a cable subscription? If like Paramount Plus is $15, Hulu is $15 or $18, Disney. whatever it is. Disney Plus is $18. By the time you're done, you're spending $120 HBO, a month. Yeah. You know, HBO, all this other shit. So I think that um, I think that there is, you know, I think that the value of ad reads will go up for the individual creator as time goes on and as as uh, uh, marketing budgets, you know, respond to the the, the changing market. You know, there's so know. many like smaller creators and influencers now. Mm-hmm. Like, the, I can't even imagine what the numbers are like. Everybody, there's a lot of people that are like 20,000 followers, like, mm-hmm. and they're mm-hmm. trying to do something, and like, they're getting these little, you know, brand deals or like a company will send them products. Yeah. It's like, I don't know, but it's like, is it, I don't know, like, is the market going to be like oversaturated with people trying to be cre- like influencers, though, too? Is like, there's only enough. Well, I think that there'll be an oversaturation of people doing it, but I yeah. think that there'll be, but I think that if there's a shift in the, like if you're a marketing team and you're going, all right, we have $10 million, where are we going to put it? You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I think that it, you put it where you have the most eyeballs, right? So if mm-hmm. like, if people are canceling their cable subscription and they're canceling one of their streaming subscriptions, but you can buy a Samsung TV and watch YouTube on it for free, and you're getting high quality content, like maybe that's where the money is going or people are listening to podcasts. I don't know. But um, I, I see these guys that are doing well, they're doubling down on it, you know? Like yeah. the new podcast studio that, that Andrew Schultz and those guys got is like serious. Yeah. Like their old one looked like it could be in a basement. This one's like pretty Uh-oh. serious, you know? <laughs> Dude, the... Pat Lapp was saying the podcast him and Jacqueline were just on, the guy sold out, I forget what place it was in Canada, like an arena, mm-hmm. like 40,000 things, like people. Yeah. Like a show, a live show what? he sold. Yeah. Yeah. He's some what big podcast? Canadian. I, I forget. Canadian? Some Canadian. Yeah. It's a French podcast. He does a huh. French and American version. Wow. And somebody was like making fun of him. I forget who. 
And uh, he said, oh, yeah? He goes, I'll sell out whatever arena. I forget what it's called, the, their big arena up there. And uh, he sold Maple out. Maple Syrup like, Stadium. Yeah, yeah. 40,000 people. Oh, my but God. But one thing yeah, I dude, did I mean, notice today is this podcast is about an hour and a half long. We should start doing these weekly, and then we don't have to do them so long. <laughs> yeah, but we have thought. no time for that. Just saying. Just saying. Um, well... But yeah, anyways. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> it's a it's a brave new world. I think too. I honestly, I think that there was a big influx of new podcast shows, and I think that's dropping off too because I think a lot yeah. of people that you know, like, um, and and now people like go outside again. You know, like everybody trying to start a podcast too. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, even us. Us. Yeah. We're still going. We're still. We're still going. Eighty eighty four. We could just, yeah. Derek, I could just start, I could start numbering them based on the number of weeks, regardless every, of the episode. Every, every week, just, you know, add, add three. Every well, no, I'm saying like, three. if we miss a week, I'll just, yeah, I'll make it episode anyways. But then what'll be Who's good checking? is that then they'll be perceived, you know what? It'll be like an NFT. They'll be perceived yeah. value and people yeah. will be like, oh shit, I missed episode 88. How yeah. did I miss episode 88? Yeah. And then they'll be Googling, looking That's for like it. Bobby Duke. Bobby you know? Duke, when he did the three-part series, and it was only two. No, he didn't do that, like, did he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. He's yeah. so funny. Yeah. I love yeah. Bobby. Yeah. 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 So Shout out to Bobby Duke. Yeah. Well, anyway, yeah. it's good to see you guys again. Yes. Yeah, we'll see yeah. you all next week. Maybe. Maybe not. Who knows? Check out Derek from Alden on Patreon. Oh, yeah. Please do. Please Go do. subscribe to Derek from Alden's Patreon because yeah. – these pieces ain't gonna make themselves. And, and, and we get and we're getting some new shirts in, so I'll be sure. New to shirts coming shirt. soon. Yeah. Yeah. Mercedes signs, Ferrari signs on request. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we we'll see you guys at the racetrack. Thank you. <laughs> see you guys next week. Bye. Bye bye. Save big money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save big money.